Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Season Gaming BitCast. I'm your host, Ainsley Bowden. I'm joined by Bert Sines and our special guest today, Jordan Simmons, a contributor regularly on Season Gaming as well. So today we have a special episode for you. We're going to be doing some pre-E3 predictions, basically a list of rumors, expectations, other things that we think we're going to see at E3, the major conferences at E3. And we're actually going to keep score. So all three of us are going to make our predictions. We're going to keep score. And then uh, next week on the post-E3 BitCast, we're going to run through that and see how we did. So we're going to jump right into it here. The, uh, the first thing we had on our list was relating to BioWare's new e IP excuse me, at the EA conference and what that was going to look like. So we now know, uh, because we're recording this a little late, so you have to forgive us, but we now know that it's called Anthem. Uh, it looks to be a kind of sci-fi type shooter, similar to Destiny in some ways, I guess. But what's interesting about it is that the EA uh, vice president there spoke about Scorpio. He mentioned that uh, at length, and he also said that we're going to see the full gameplay reveal at Microsoft's conference tomorrow. So what that represents in terms of partnership or anything else, we're not sure, but we'll get a much better look at the game tomorrow. Uh, so that's AnthemTheGame.com if you want to check out the teaser for yourself. Next, uh, interesting question here coming out of EA as well is, uh, you know, Madden 18 is coming. Uh, Brady, we know, is going to be on the cover, and they've actually named that edition of Madden uh, the GOAT edition, or greatest of all time. So I'm not really sure why they did that. Um, I think we all know that <laughs> Joe Montana is the greatest quarterback of all time, uh, Jerry Rice being the greatest player of all time, of course. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to put that out there for the viewers, and we can probably just move right along. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, so we're not even going to let Bert or Jordan speak on this one, guys. We're just going to go ahead and move past that. But no, um, in all seriousness. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, moving into the real prediction. So, big news, guys, is uh, on a lot of people's mind is Scorpio, right? It's the new hardware everyone's expecting to see. So, our first core question here is what will the launch date of the Scorpio be? And the closest will win this. So, uh, I'll go first if you like. Given the, some of the teaser trailers, some of the dates around, you know, what we've heard about software, I'm putting my flag down on October 13th, which happens to be a Friday the 13th. Um, so I just kind of think that's the ballpark of where it will land. What do you guys say? Bert, or do you want to go first or second? Excuse me. Yeah, I'll go ahead and go first. I'm going to throw a random date out there at the end of September. So the last Friday of September, I think it'll launch. I think it's right around the corner. I think most of the hardware is ready to release. And with software coming right around the corner, I think it's uh, September. Jordan. Um, I'm going to go with November 22nd. Oh, going late. Um, yeah. Uh, but I mean, the reason why I think is um, because uh, the Xbox 360 released on November 22nd. And the Xbox One also released on November 22nd. Damn. Um, which sort of puts it... <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm like, changing my vote to November 22nd. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems, you know, I mean, you know if they, 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 for whatever the reason, they like to, like, you know, sort of release it before, um, I guess, just before the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. You know, if they've done it twice, I would figure, well, you know, I've seen the, the tech a pattern here, so... Hopefully, uh, they'll release it on November 22nd. But actually, hopefully, yeah. they'll release it earlier, to be quite honest. Yeah. I, I, go ahead, Bert. No, November 22nd lands on a Wednesday. So that's, uh, yeah, you're right. That's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and Black Friday. So that'll be interesting. Mm -hmm. That's a good prediction. 
Yeah, now they might probably announce, you know, obviously those other dates, I, I think that the possibility that they're going to announce the pre-orders, you know, during those previous months. But uh, I can't remember the last time. I mean, when has Sony ever released in a, in a September, October timeframe? Oh, gosh, I'd have to go back and look. I, I don't recall off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I can't remember either. Um, but, I, you know, it just it's one of those things where you know, I'm just going based upon what they've done, you know, beforehand. So right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep mine at November 22nd. That works. The good news is there we have three vastly different answers, so we'll see what happens. All right, so the next big question, of course, how much will it cost? So I know that Bert and I have talked about this at length. Um, I still think that $4.99 is the most likely price um, where it's not too expensive for the the you know the open market, um, but the, obviously the system itself has a ton of R&D behind it, and there's, uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of... Um, technology in there excuse me um that seems like it would be too cheap at 399 but just to make things interesting and to try to steal a point hopefully i'm gonna say 399 i think that microsoft's gonna open the conference with scorpio they're gonna go games 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 all through the conference and at the very end of the conference no one's still gonna know the price they're gonna drop down 399 and and blow the roof off that's what i'm going with bert what do you think I initially was going to be at 499 just because of the uh, amount of hardware and the type of hardware that's there. But however, I'm going to actually move mine to 450 or 449.99. So that's where mm -hmm. I'm at. I'm going to stick with uh, 399 as well. I I'm I'm guessing that likely it's going to be probably 499, but uh, I'm going to say 399 for a couple of reasons. Um, you know, number one, uh, it's going to probably force Sony's hand. In dropping the price of the uh, of the pro uh, down, um, you know that's probably what they would have to do. Uh, and I'm also actually just really hoping that it's it's three ninety nine. You you and the rest of the world, right? I, I just yeah. want to be three ninety nine because you know, hey, that's a, that's a great price point, um, you know, for it. Um, you know, obviously they're going to take losses on every box for you know quite some time, um, but I stand to see that that price point would really uh, I think rejuvenate the brand. Yeah, great. All right. And then uh, the last thing on Scorpio here is uh, the name. You know, there's been a lot of rumors about the name um, and no one really knows. So uh, again, I'll go first. And my thought is it is going to be called the Xbox One Scorpio or Xbox Scorpio. And it would be the first time that they stick with a code name for a piece of hardware. But I think for a few reasons they're going to do that this time. One, because Scorpio already has a very positive connotation, you know, towards it across the industry. Uh, two, everyone's been calling it Scorpio since last year. Um, they have marketing materials with Scorpio. Other companies have said Scorpio. EA today just said Scorpio to kind of re reinforce the point. Um, I just don't see what other name they're going to come up with that would uh, kind of please their fans and, and please everyone or even be as well known as Scorpio. So I, I think it'll be a first and we're going to we're going to see that. What do you think, Bert? Uh, yeah, so I'm actually going to give two answers. The one I actually think is the same. I think it's going to be Xbox One Scorpio um, for a while. <coughs> excuse me. For a wild card, I think it'll be Xbox One Elite S. So um, that could be something that it could be, but I still think it's, I'm with you. I think it'll be micro, uh, Microsoft One Scorpio. Xbox, you mean? Xbox Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're too excited about E3, you know. What do you think, Jordan? Uh, I think it's going to be the Xbox One S. 
um, or Xbox S, you know, one or the other. Um, Scorpio, I don't think really rolls off the the, the tongue very well. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be the first time that they, uh, you know, really uh, name something with a long name rather than a number, or you know, or you know, I guess you I guess you can say Elite, but I mean, it was still Xbox 360 Elite or Xbox One. Um, but I, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with the Xbox S and they've already, if I, I'm correct, I think I saw that they've already got like an S logo, you know, for it, uh, which was, you know, pretty interesting, um, as sort of like a teaser, you know, so to speak. So I'm gonna go with the Xbox S or one S one or the other. All right. All right, so uh, kind of moving on now, we're going to, that was about Scorpio, but we're going to move all over the place now. So we're just going to do kind of random fire questions through a whole bunch of uh, different companies, games, etc. So next one up we have, will we see any teaser at all for the next Elder Scrolls game, which would be Elder Scrolls 6? Nothing has been announced yet other than, you know, Todd Howard and Bethesda saying that uh, they're, you know, they're working on it, but it's not, you know, there's nothing kind of expected yet. So... Do we think uh, Bethesda tomorrow night we will see anything of Elder Scrolls Six? I personally say no. Um, I think it's still a little too early. I think they're going to talk about Fallout Four VR. I think they're going to talk about uh, Evil Within and um, a few other things, Wolfenstein, um, maybe even um, their new IP because they're we know they're working on another IP. But I do not think we'll see anything from Elder Scrolls Six. What do you think, Bert? Yeah, so um, there's been a lot of rumors on the next Elder Scrolls game and even like a sci-fi take on it. Um, I think we'll see a teaser with one of those famous like trailers that we see from them, but I don't think we're going to see any gameplay and a very slim chance of seeing anything at all. So, Jordan? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I, I think that there's a possibility that we might see something, uh, just like Bert said. Um, I don't think it's going to be, you know, very detailed. Um, You know, it might be, I like to do like, you know, get really smarmy and just show the text up there, Elder Scrolls 6 or, you know, whatever, maybe give the the name of it. But I don't see much in the way of gameplay or anything at this stage, especially since they just got finished. Um, uh, releasing Morrowind on their Elder Scrolls Online. Um, and I don't necessarily know if they would want to steal the thunder from that. Yeah, that's a good point. At this point. That's a good point. All right, Mario Odyssey, the game that I bought a Switch for, a uh, game that I'm sure many people are going to buy a Switch for. Will that be given a release date in 2017? I'm going with yes. Um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they delay it. But if you look at uh, Switch sales right now, the franchise is on it. You know, what's going to be coming later this year? Uh, Odyssey's the king, you know, and if they want to nail that first holiday with the Switch, Mario's the game to do it with. So I think we will see it this year. What do you think, Jordan? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I have no no clue, so that's going to be my answer for stuff that I have no clue about. So, (laughs) yep. All right. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) What do you think, Bert? Yeah, uh, I actually think we're going to get a delay from Nintendo on Mario Odyssey. I think we're going to be seeing something that actually segues into our next question and prediction. I think we're going to see a lot of ports coming from the Nintendo Wii U. There might even be an announcement of the next thing we talk about, so I'm not going to take the breath out of that one. But um, I think we'll be actually seeing some more ports from the Wii U. And I think Odyssey will get pushed to spring of 2018. That's my prediction. 
Yeah, I've got the sinking feeling that that's going to happen, but I, maybe I'm trying to will. There's a few things on here I'm trying to trying to will into existence. So Mario coming this year is one of them. All right, and as you said, well, let's segue into the next one then. So uh, two part question really. With Nintendo's direct event, will we see Smash Brothers at the event? And will it be a new Smash Brothers? Or will this be another, uh, you know, Wii U remaster in the vein of uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? So I am going to go out and say, honestly, I don't I, I don't have a clue either way on this one. I'm going to say we will see it, and it will be a remaster again. Something, uh, you know, Smash Brothers, whatever they want to name it, Deluxe. But it will be the Wii U with some added characters and stages, etc. What do you think, Bert? Uh, yes, I think we are going to see a Smash Brothers port. Um, I think one will even potentially um, be demoed with some gameplay footage um, on stage. Uh, unfortunately, I think it is going to be a port of the Wii U. I, those things drive me crazy, especially that they were just out with two years ago, and I think it's going to be a port with very little remasters, very similar to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, and I think uh, we're not going to see a Switch Super Smash Brothers for a while. So I'm thinking maybe uh, fall of 2018, if not 2019, for a Super Smash, unless it's been kept super under secret. I don't see it anytime soon. Yeah. Jordan, any thoughts on this one? Well, I mean, you know, obviously I'm not a, I'm not a Nintendo guy, um, but, you know, I can make the business case for it because, uh, you know, a lot of the other um, you know, platforms basically do pretty much the same thing. And I, I actually agree uh, with both of you on that. Um, it would seem to make the most business sense. Uh, in order to do that, especially because they're going to want to try to capture the momentum as much as possible uh, of the Switch. Uh, and they're going to obviously want to bring something out the fastest way in order to do that without reinventing the wheel and uh, stunting that momentum that they're seeking to try to build would be to get a remaster out, you know, add a couple bells and whistles to it, you know, make a couple of new characters. You know, obviously there's going to be an update in the graphics, possibly the music, and then just call it a day. Yeah, and you know, I don't want to spend too much time on this one, but the more I think about it, um, Smash Brothers on the go, they've been really pushing that competitive and, and mobile gaming thing. So Smash Brothers on the go would give them time this fall to delay Mario to right. 2018 as well. So uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah, one last thing on it, and we can move. I just gonna, I just want to mention, I think Nintendo's going to be pushing out a lot of Wii U remasters to the, uh, you know, I should say not even a remaster, a port with a few extra things, which I guess is a remaster, um, because the Wii U didn't sell a lot of units as a console. The Switch is selling gangbusters right now. Um, so I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of those because they're not a, those Nintendo games aren't that dated, and they actually still look really good. And you just bring them to the Switch, they're going to look really good on there. So people are going to eat that up. Yeah. Just a, a, as another comment to that, and I don't want to spend too much time on this either and let you guys move on. But, you know, um, I think that if I were in Nintendo, I'd be concerned about the pattern of starting really hot and then fading. Um, and, you know, with the, a lot of the past uh, Nintendo efforts, even, you know, with the Wii and things like that, you know, they were really hot commodities very early on uh, in their life. And then they faded very, very fast. So, uh, you know, given the fact that you know they're going to want to try to make as much money on this as possible just in case it fades again again it would still make more sense for me to try to get as many things out there as possible in order to get you know consumers to basically rebuy these products all over again uh you know for the infusion of cash because if they go and they wait uh until they have i guess you know you know whatever AAA ip that they want to do a, a year or two years from now or three years from now there's a possibility that nobody's going to be using the switch or, you know, they're not going to get the numbers that they want, you know, for the sales of that software. So that's a great point. Yep. 
Very good. All right. Let's talk about some Sony stuff for briefly here. So Days Gone. Days Gone was one that was actually on stage twice last year at E3. Uh, it was already shown in gameplay. We know quite a bit about it, but it's uh, expected that we will see it, you know, a full gameplay demo, some character reveals, et cetera, this year. Well, that release in 2017. And I am going to say yes. I think that Days Gone is going to be one of the maybe two big titles that Sony uses this fall. Um, but I think, uh, you know, Bend has been working on that work for a while. And I think that's probably further along or needs less time to bake than, say, God of War or something of that nature. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll see it this year. What do you think, Bert? Uh, I think it's going to be coming out holiday of 2017, and I think it's going to get a lot of pro support. I think they're going to try to push some of the the pro since Scorpio is going to be getting a lot of the uh, attention this time. So I do see it coming out this year. Uh, I see it coming out this year as well. Um, from the gameplay videos that I have seen, the game looked like extremely fleshed out. You know, in, in terms of you know, it didn't look you know like they just put together a small demo or something like that with shoddy graphs or something to give like a tech demo. Um, and you know, this guy was running around and, you know, you know, killing zombies and stuff like that. So I, I, it, it looked very, very good and it looked, um, uh, very, uh, you know, tuned to be released. I, I think it's going to come out, uh, for the holiday season as well. Very good. We all agree. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. One of the big ones will during Sony's press conference, will we see Bloodborne 2? Um, I honestly don't know one way or another. Well, most people don't know one way or another. Um, I don't necessarily think so, but again, I want to will it into existence. So I'm going to say yes. I think we will see it. I think that it'll be a uh, very brief video, not an actual gameplay demo, um, but just a video with, you know, that kind of closes with the Bloodborne 2 logo and the crowd will go nuts. Jordan, any thoughts? Um, I'm going to say yes as well. Um, and the only reason why I'm it, to be perfectly honest with you, you know, for anything dealing with Sony, uh, <laughs> it, I honestly believe that everything on all these questions that, that we're going to be asking about, you know, Sony or any uh, Sony IPs, the answer should be yes. Because if I was in sh Sony's shoes, everybody knows that Scorpio is the big gorilla, you know, at, at this point in time. Uh, and I would be trying everything in my power, you know, to try to create some excitement and momentum um, in order to probably take away a little bit from the, the Scorpio launch as much as possible. So personally, I think that if, you know, almost anything is on the table with Sony, everything is on the table with Sony. If it's a Sony IP, you know, or uh, it has something to do with their hardware software, I, my answer is probably going to be yes for it. Very good. Yeah, so my, my answer is also a yes. I think we're going to get a video. I don't think we're going to see any gameplay. And I bet you it launches in fall of 2018. I think it's going to be another one of those typical Sony's releases where we it's it's announced. We don't see it for a while. So right. um, I sure hope so, though. I, I love Bloodborne 1. Despite it not selling crazy numbers, I really hope it uh, shows up. Me as well. All right, so... Uh... Bethesda, let's talk about a major thing they announced last year and we haven't seen since, and that is Fallout 4 VR. Uh, many people think that if Fallout 4 was to be done in VR as a full title, um, meaning fully done in VR, that it could be one of those system sellers for virtual reality. Uh, no one really knows what's going on with it, what platform it is. Um, I'm going to say yes, we will see it. I'm going to say that it's going to be one of the highlights of the Bethesda conference. And I think that there will be some partnership with Microsoft on it. Um, 
even though we know virtual reality is not really coming to Scorpio this year, I think that uh, depending on what headset does, you know, become compatible with Scorpio, that there's just going to be some type of tie-in there, uh, just given the previous relationship with Bethesda and Microsoft. What do you think, Bert? I actually think uh, I'm going to switch it up with you. I think it's going to be a Sony VR thing. Um, I think it is coming. If we remember even Fallout 4 when it launched, it wasn't exactly pushing power on either console. Um, to me, it was kind of a dated game from a graphical standpoint. It was just kind of cool to see it on the new consoles, and it was kind of a surprise for everybody. But um, I don't see it being some kind of massive hardware pusher, and I think it'll be on the PlayStation stage instead of the Microsoft stage. Jordan. Uh, I believe that they're going to uh, do it as well. Um, I think Bethesda is going to want something, um, you know, as sort of a, a way to, I guess you could say, generate some cash before the next Elder Scrolls. Um, you know, so why not release a game in VR and then sell it at full price? Uh, I, I think this probably has the, the potential for releasing, you know, in time for Christmas as well. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised to actually see it on all capable platforms. Um, you know, so, I mean, if, if they're going to release it on the Sony, they're going to release it on the PC. You know, if, if they're going to release it on, you know, uh, Xbox Scorpio, you know, or even, you know, the one, I think they're going to release it on all three of the the platforms because these platforms are so tied closely together as far as uh, programming for them, in my opinion. So, um, and, you know, as far as the timing of it, you know, the majority of the work has really already been done for that game. It's not like they have to create, you know, new art assets or, or the storyboards or any of that kind of stuff. It's just basically converting it over into a, a virtual reality format. Um, so I, I don't think there's going to be a really a whole lot of work in regards to it. It sort of reminds me of the elders when they do a elder scrolls remaster, you know, they're just yeah. really kind of updating it for modern platforms. And since the game came out such a long time ago, um, you know, these platforms should be able to run it with no problem. All right. So three unique answers there. All right. So sea of thieves, very big, uh, new IP for Microsoft by rare. Um, technical alphas have been going on for a while. The feedback, um, you know, they, they're under strict NDA, so we don't know too much about it, but the feedback has been very, very positive. Do we think CFEs will release this year in 2017? I'm going to say no, I don't. I think it'll continue to go through alphas, uh, likely a beta later this year, but I think that uh, there's other Microsoft IPs and third-party agreements that we'll see later this year. I think CFEs will be a uh, either spring or possibly depending on development even a um, fall release title for micro, uh, xbox and scorpio next year bert what do you think yeah so sea of thieves he got a lot of uh i guess stage time last year i think we are going to see it um in a bigger scale this year than we did last year i actually think it's going to be released in q1 of 2018. i don't see it in the fall i see other games coming in the fall that we'll talk about in a minute but um that's my short prediction on it um, for me, you know, I really don't know too much about Sea of Thieves. I haven't really been following it. Um, so I'm going to go with my standard answer of yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It will release and launch in, in uh, fall of 2017. I'd be great if it did, honestly. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Biggest one for me, of course, uh, as if you couldn't tell, I'm a Halo fan. Will we see any teaser for Halo 6 this year? Um, yes, I, I think we will. I think it'll be brief. I think uh, one of their traditional kind of, uh, you know, 45 second to a minute Master Chief led teasers. But I think that's about it. 
Um, I don't think we're going to see anything else of Halo 6 specifically. Whether or not we see another IP from 343 is the current rumor, um, which I would love to be true, of course. So no idea on that one. But in terms of Halo 6, I think we will get a teaser, but it'll be brief uh, with really no big information. Nothing about a beta yet or any dates or anything of that nature. What do you think, Jordan? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say probably as well. Um, and it's probably also going to be shown on the Xbox S. Let's see what I did there. So, um, uh, yeah, I, and I, and I, you know, I, I noticed that you know it's not on here as well. But I actually also think that uh, they're going to show another Forza in some way, shape, or form um, on the Xbox S as well. Um, they're going to because those I, I feel are the two premier IPs that are on uh, the Xbox that Microsoft really loves to show off, and in every launch of every hardware platform, they've always had something uh, dealing with those two uh, games on it every single time. Yeah, I'm thinking the uh, Halo 6 will be teased with a, t a trailer similar to the one that we saw with Chief standing in the desert with his cloak mm -hmm. on. But I think we'll see a bit with Locke and Chief as kind of a follow on five. Um, I think it's probably going to be a fall of 2018 release. However, I don't see any gameplay at this E3 at all. I'm thinking a under 30 second teaser to appease all the Xbox One fans. Yep, agreed. Back to Nintendo. Well, Nintendo, given the uh, popularity of the NES Classic, and uh, we've commented on previous podcasts of the bizarre decisions around that, but will they unveil a SNES Classic? Um, yes, I think they will. I, um, the NES was a huge hit. The SNES is nearly as beloved for someone like me. I actually love it more. It's one of my favorite systems of all time. Um, so I, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't do that. It's a it's an absolute guarantee to make money. I would say for them. So yeah, I do think we'll see that in some form. Bert, uh, I'm actually thinking no, not at E3. I think it might be a TGS. Um, I think they're going to focus on Switch and their uh, new handheld, the non 3DS, quite a bit with software for that. Um, and I don't think we're going to see it at all at E3. But here's me hoping we do hear something from it. Unfortunately, I think it's going to sell out and it's going to be hard to find again like the NES. So. Jordan? I'm inclined to agree uh, as well that I, I think they're really going to be trying to focus on the Switch. Um, they're not going to want to muddle the message too much, um, and they're going to try to focus on uh, any of the software and IPs that they have coming out for the fall. All right. So, Nintendo, you heard that, right? you got to have it come out because, or an, at least announce. That way I get a free two points on these guys. So, <laughs> Spider-Man on uh, PS4, uh, very popular in terms of uh, the announcement last year, a lot of press, a lot of people clamoring for it. Obviously, the new Spider-Man movie's coming out soon. Uh, what, do we think that'll release this year in 2017? My answer on this one is yes, as well. Um, I think that Insomniac's been hard at work on it. Uh, we know that we're going to see it on Monday, uh, probably at length. Um, and I do think that that's going to be um, the other title to go with Days Gone in terms of PlayStation exclusives that we'll see in 2017. Bert, what do you think? Uh, I do think we're going to see Spider-Man. Um, at first, we had talked about it on our uh, bitcast about it kind of tying in near the movie launch. I think it's actually going to be sometime in September that we see it. So I do see it coming out this year. I see it before all the console and the big releases of holiday. Um, but it, I, I honestly don't think it can go that much further past the movie while it's riding on the hype of both of those. I think it's going to be an amazing game. It's got a great developer behind it. Um, so I think we will see it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to say the same thing. Um, they're not going to want to release a, a game like that too far after the movie. They're going to want to ride the hype wave of the film coming out, um, which I think you said was September. 
Uh, the, the movie comes out in July. I, I personally think the game will release in September. Uh, is the movie coming out in July? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they have to. They have to release it this year. There's, there's no way in the world because I mean, by the time they go and they release it next year, you know, a lot of the hype of the movie is gone. They might even release it earlier than that. All right. And do we think? Uh, so I had this written up as will Sony double down on VR games and accessories? I guess what I mean by that is, you know, will we see a, a, a chunk of Sony's press conference time go towards PlayStation VR specifically, uh, and will they introduce some sort of new IP that'll be a kind of a major VR title and, and possibly new accessories like new uh, replacements for the Move controllers, things like that? So. Uh, I'm going to say yes. I do think that they are going to dedicate some time to PlayStation VR, and I think we'll see a new, um, we'll say AAA, for lack of a better word, um, VR game for PSVR. Um, in terms of the Move controllers, I think that's needed, but I don't know if we see that iteration on the controllers until maybe a PSVR 2. I'm not sure. But I, I do think that Sony's going to spend some time on PSVR at E3's conference. Jordan, what do you think? Well, you know, I'm, I'm hesitant to, to use the words double down because to me that sort of indicates that they're, you know, really going to be putting twice the effort uh, towards trying to pitch, you know, the PSVR um, and all the new games. I think that there is going to be a presence that's there. They're going to show things, you know, uh, that are going to be in VR. Again, like I said, everything is on the table when it comes to Sony. So overall, I think the answer is yes. But to the level uh, and the commitment that they're going to be putting it out, I, I'm actually really not too sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of a Jordan on that. I don't know if it's going to be a double down. However, I think they're going to talk about it. As we've kind of seen, the PSVR numbers have not been just totally amazing. I think the software has been lacking, and I think the cost just to get the console and your headset and your headphones and everything is really expensive. So I'm not sure if Sony has kind of learned from their experiment that VR is still not perfect and where everybody wants it to be. Um, and the software has been just totally kind of lame with the exception of about four or five titles that are fun to play um, and kind of bouncing back on the fallout thing. I think they're really going to need an awesome triple a VR game to play. So I think they're going to mention it. I think they're going to show off about maybe two or three new titles and kind of leave it at that. I don't think they're going to really spend too much time on it. That's just my personal ideas on it though. And, and you know, and the other you know, point I want to make is that, you know, in Sony's uh, shoes, especially, you know, with the sales numbers for the PSVR, you know, I, I got to think that they're probably concerned that this might turn into another connect. You know, and and that that has to be a concern. You know, that's not getting the uh, the the level of support that they like, that they would like. Uh, the numbers, the sales numbers are not well, and there's not a whole bunch of software that's coming out that's really you know taxing and showing off the the uh, performance features of of that piece of hardware. So, you know, it it's it, it's really. I, I, I'll say this: it's quite possible that if if they don't show anything, it could be that they might be walking away from it. I doubt that. You know, I still think they're going to support it. But if we don't see anything at all about it, mm, I don't know. I would be concerned about the future of it. Yeah, I think the Connect comparison is a really good one. Um, I think kind of what I was getting at earlier is that they're going to show off two or three things and not spend too much time on it. If those two or three things sell really well, then they'll kind of spend more time on it in the near future. If they show off things and they don't do well, I think we're going to see something similar to Connect 1.0 and 2.0, where the uh, actual console makers kind of just say, eh, you can do a few things with it if you want, but not... Not too much in general. All right. Guess we'll yeah. see. All right. So switching it up a bit, what classic Nintendo character or mascot, whatever word you want to use, will make an appearance? Um, so obviously, you know, Mario's coming, we know. Um, but, you know, they have a whole range of other characters. You know, for me, I'd like to say Donkey Kong, <clears throat> kind of why I wore the shirt today. 
But uh, as an honest answer, I think, uh, and whether or not you consider this a character, I don't know, but I'm going to say Pikmin. I think that uh, Pikmin as an IP is going to be shown for the Switch. Uh, it'll be a new game, and I think that's uh, what we'll see, you know, combination with Smash Brothers, et cetera. But I, I don't think we're going to see a new IP um, for any other big singular character. I think Pikmin's going to be it. What do you think, Bert? Yeah, so me being kind of the Nintendo guy and, and our staff here, um, I actually think we're going to see Samus from the Metroid series. There's actually been a lot of rumors circling around of a new Metroid Prime on the horizon, um, whether it be something that's coming in 2017 or 2018. I think we might see something from them. I think they have to um, have Metroid Prime coming soon, if not this E3, maybe next E3, or another one of those Nintendo Direct things. So I, I think Samus with, from Metroid Prime is around the corner. Uh, I'm going to say Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, uh, you know, obviously Mario is going to have, uh, you know, um, you know, big presence as there. He always does. I mean, it's, I think that really in all of these, um, you know, N Nintendo, uh, uh, when they talk about Nintendo, these characters, all of them really kind of make a, a sort of a presence, you know, there in some way, shape, or form, even if they don't show a game. Um, I was actually hoping that there would be a Metroid Prime. Uh, I played them before. They were okay. Doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to get a Switch, but, you know, it would be, you know, really exciting if they actually did, uh, you know, come out with a, another uh, game uh, for that. Uh, but other than that, all I, all I really got is Mario, yeah, Princess Peach. <laughs> I'll go with that one for my daughter. All right, there you uh, go. I think uh, you may win that one, uh, but I know I agree with uh, I agree with Bert, uh, or I should say, don't agree with Bert, but I I hope you're right, Bert, because I think that you know I'd much rather see a new Metroid than I would a new Pikmin personally. Right. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Sucker Punch, Sucker Punch is a developer um, famous for the Infamous series on on PlayStation. They've since Infamous and Infamous First Light on PS4. They've kind of been just developing quietly away. Uh, we know they're working on a new IP. Is it time that we see that? Will we see that at this E3? And I'm going to say yes. Um, kind of to Jordan's point earlier around Sony is going to it's going to bring out all the guns they have, right? Um, I think that that's uh, just another one in their back pocket that they were saving for this time period uh, to use. So, yes, I do think we'll see it. Bert, what do you think? Um, gosh, I, I have never been a huge fan of the Infamous series. I've, I haven't minded them, but I don't think that they're the amazing AAA games that a lot of the fans of the Sony uh, wagon love. Um, I, I think we will actually see another Infamous sequel or follow-up or whatever you want to call it in that series. And I do think we're going to see Sly Cooper make a return in the near future. I'm not sure if E3 is the time for it, but with that kind of uh, platformer coming back and kind of seeing a resurgence, um, I think we're going to see Sly Cooper in the near future. Yeah, I also didn't play Infam uh, Infamous as well. Um, I, I haven't played one. I've seen the gameplay. It looked like it was interesting. Um, I could have played it, but I, you know, I've got a backlog that's like three years long, so it's just one of those things where, eh, you know, I, I'm not going to really get around to it. Um, I think that uh, it, because of the success of the previous two, at least for uh, Sony PlayStation fans, it's almost uh, a foregone conclusion that we're going to see a third one or a sequel as to if it's going to actually show up. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
All right, so uh, Battlegrounds, very, very popular game right now on uh, for broadcasting, streaming. We touched on it previously. Uh, it has been announced that the game is coming to Xbox. Um, they've reaffirmed, developer just this week reaffirmed that it is coming to console later this year. So the big question is, will the game show up in any form at E3? And with the mention of Xbox, will it show up on Microsoft stage specifically? Excuse me. Um, I'm going to... I'm gonna, throw a long bomb here and I'm going to say yes. I don't honestly believe it, but I've just got something telling me that this is one of those surprises Microsoft have has in their pocket. And I think that with the popularity of Battlegrounds right now, the Battle Royale game scene growing, um, some of the comments from some of the Microsoft executives who play the game and stream it, I just have the sense that we may see that on a Microsoft stage. Jordan, what do you think? I have no clue. Nope. It's what, I, I that's really, all right. You don't. Know, that's all right. You know the interesting thing is, is that um, you know I really don't even know anything about battlegrounds. You know, so it's one of those things that has probably flown under the radar. You know, for me, um, I had seen a, I think a video of it earlier, and uh, a buddy of mine was telling me about it, how awesome it was, and basically, you know, it's like a last man standing eventually, and you know, the, the circle continues to get smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, but I, I really don't know anything too much about it. All right. Bert, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think we're going to see it. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be on the main stage and get a ton of uh, play time. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is kind of a bigger uh, PC game. Is that right, guys? Yeah, it's PC only right now, 100 player. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think um, I think this type of gameplay game is going to be um, kind of the direction that a lot of PC games are going um, outside of the obvious shooters and um, RTSs that are, exist. Um, but I think the console world is going to try to actually pick up on it in some form. So I do see Microsoft, especially with the more power coming from the Xbox One Elite S, uh, we'll be <laughs> seeing that. So yeah, I do see it. All right. So one of the biggest rumors this week that uh, you know seems to have a little more validity than a lot of the fake leaks is um, Splinter Cell. So franchise beloved, you know, um, typically was associated with Xbox years and years ago. Rumors that uh, that's one of those IPs that's going to be returning this year. So we're not talking about any uh, specific platform here, but will Splinter Cell itself return this year somewhere at E3? Um, I'm going to say yes. I do think that. Uh, just based on conversations I've had, people I've spoken to, some of the things I've seen, I think it's probably time we see that franchise come back. Obviously, Sony and Microsoft are, are fighting heavily for, um, you know, any big franchise marketing rights uh, development they can get on each uh, respective platform. So whether or not it's Sony, Microsoft, I don't really know, but uh, I do think we'll see Splinter Cell in some form. What do you think, Bert? I know you uh, you were a Splinter Cell fan, were you not? I'm a huge Splinter Cell fan, and unfortunately, I'll probably get hate comments, but I like it more than Metal Gear Solid. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens with that, and I love Metal Gear Solid. One thing that I'm kind of curious on is if they're going to kind of go with the new take of Sam Fisher um, with the new voice actor and the new look, or are they going to kind of bring um, so the old voice actor back and have him, um, was it Mike Ironside that played Michael him? Yes, Michael yeah, Ironside. That's it. Yeah, he's, for me, he's he is Sam Fisher, um, kind of like, you know, Kevin Conroy is Batman and all that stuff. So I hope they bring him back. I hope they have more of the gritty kind of Sam Fisher. And I actually think it's going to be cross-platform. I'm not sure if it's going to be focused on one stage versus the other. So... Fingers crossed, Ruby. I played the, uh, the the first two Splinter Cells. Um, I didn't think I played the third one. Then they was there a fourth one that they went and they changed and 
split off and went with the with the new guy. I I'd yeah. already kind of left the series when when Splinter Cell, you know, first came out. I thought it was revolutionary because a game like that had never been out before. There was a number of new things that they were doing, you know, with the you know textures. Uh, being able to see through curtains and shadows and how it, it was just it was a really great experience um um that having been said um you know i think it would be great if they would bring it back but i'm with bert you know you know sam fisher michael aaron is a sam fisher so if, they, if it's the new guy yeah whatever but with sam fisher i might actually you know delve back in back into the series all right so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say uh, yeah but only because i'm hoping so yeah, see, we got to will some of these things. Exactly. All right, so Below. Uh, most people are going to be like, what the hell is Below? Well, Below was a that game. Be <laughs> Below is a game that uh, was shown for the first time in 2013, if I recall correctly. Um, is that right? Yeah. So it's, yep. it's been a while, and it's, it's known as an indie game. Um, but, you know, at this point, we haven't really seen much of it. We know it's still coming. Um, the developer said it's still coming. They talked about it. I know it's uh, got some procedural generation going on, and there are a lot of systems they were trying to build into that game. And it's a smaller studio, so maybe they're just taking their time with it. But, um, you know, we know this is coming to Xbox. It's one of those exclusives they have touted. So will we see it at this E3 again? But this time, will we get a release date for Below? Um, I'm going to say yes. I do think we'll see it. I think it's just time. I don't think they're going to spend another year, two, three on this level of game. I think it's time that uh, it comes out and they, they put a date on it. Whether or not it gets delayed again, who knows. But I do think they put a date on it. What do you think, Bert? Yeah, I, I think we're going to see something on it. Um, for people that are kind of unaware of it, to me, when I watched the trailers and stuff, it was kind of like a mix between like an RPG and Rhyme, that new game that recently came out. The art style is similar. Um, however, to me, kind of the development schedules come to me as something like a No Man's Sky to where um, people loved it when they saw it, and then we have no idea what was coming, and then it kind of fell off the radar, and then obviously No Man's Sky launched, and I'll leave that alone. But um, yeah, I think we're going to see something from it at E3. I don't know if it's going to be the main stage or something like a Crackdown or a Forza or something, but I think we're going to see more on it. Yeah, Bert uh, said it before I did. This really sounds like a, a No Man's Sky scenario. Um, I'm actually going to say no. Uh, I don't think that we're going to get a release date. And the reason why is, is if I were the people from below, there's no way in the world that I'm going to give a release date until I know it's actually going to come out. And I would be doing that and that it's finished. And the reason why I would be doing that is because I would be looking at the release of No Man's Sky as the example of what not to do as a small independent studio. Very good. All right, so the next question is uh, uniquely worded, so make sure we're uh, thinking about this correctly here. So Cuphead, as you can see, got the Cuphead poster here. I've actually had that framed and up on the wall since last year. Um, I'm one of the most anticipated games for me, for sure. We know that um, they've been holding it off. They've been continuing development. We know that uh, the studio said that it is going to release this summer. Uh, as I said on a previous BitCast, we haven't heard from them in a few months, so I was expecting you know, some big announcement at E3. So the question we're asking is, will this Cuphead be available to play in some form before E3 finishes? So by the end of this week, will there be a demo or a beta or something that you can go and download and actually play Cuphead in your house? Um, 
again, I'm saying yes. I think that they've been holding it off specifically for E3. I think this is a title that's going to immediately bring some exposure back to Xbox because it has created so much uh, press in um, since it was released and with the videos and things. I think that uh, they're either going to say there's a demo and give a release date of you know August or July, or excuse me, August or September, or they're just going to say you know Cuphead's available, twenty dollars, thirty dollars, go get it. Jordan, what do you think? Any thoughts on Cuphead? That's been under my radar as well. Um, I actually really don't know too much about it. It looks like sort of a, uh, if I remember, like a, you know, a cutesy, uh, you know, Walt Disney era cartoon. Yeah, that's correct. So it's like a run and gun shooter with 1930s hand drawn animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looked, it looked like it was very interesting. It'd be nice for it to come out. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm going to go with you. Sure. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's make it happen. <laughs> yes, please. Um, yes, please. Yeah, Fair I, mean, I think yeah. we're all going to end up getting the same score. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm actually going to uh, disagree with you guys on it coming out on E3 week. I think we're seeing an August release. I don't know what's telling me why or why, um, whatever reason, but I think it is going to come out this summer. It's going to stay to the summer. However, it's going to be in August. However, I hope so much that it actually comes out. Um, by the end of the E3 week. So in June, that would be amazing. I'd be picking it up right away. So no uh, no beta, no demo either, just release date in August. Yep. <laughs> yep, okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, so um, God of War, you know, one of the other gigantic titles for, for PlayStation 4. We saw the, uh, the gameplay demo last year. Uh, looks fantastic. Really looking forward to it. Huge advertisement uh, at E3 outside the uh, Expo Center this year so will it get a release date and will that release date be this year so i think it will get a release date i think we're going to see more of it uh actual gameplay i think we're going to get a release date but i think it's going to be spring uh, i will say in the march april time frame of 2018 i still think days gone and spider-man are their titles for 2017 we think bert yeah, um, I'm actually, you stole my thunder there. Um, I think it's also going to be spring 2018, just because I think it's going to be super weird to see God of War again for a third time back-to-back -back years at E3 2018. I mean, how many times can you talk about a game, show footage, and even gameplay, and then say, oh, hey, it's coming, and it'll be three years going. Um, I think it is 2018 spring. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you as well. Um you know, by now they've had plenty of time to work on it. They might have something playable for people, at least the press anyway. Um, you know, showing um, more of the uh, gameplay mechanics and uh, possibly a little bit of the story. Um, but I don't see that coming out this fall. All right. So uh, obviously we kind of touched on it. Is that Sony's going to fight Scorpio with everything they have, right? And try to diminish that launch. So knowing that, will we see a PlayStation 4 Pro bundle and or price drop this year? I think we will. I think, uh, I think the Pro is going to go down to $349.99, and I think we will see some bundles. I think on the last big cast, I mentioned that we may see a Spider-Man bundle, so like a PlayStation 4 uh, Spider-Man-themed you know, console or something that bundles up uh, something like Horizon Zero Dawn, which is an absolute showcase for the Pro especially on a 4K TV. Um, see that bundle with the Pro for $349.99. So if you know Scorpio comes out at what we're hoping is $400, but most likely $500, comes out at $500, and you can get a PS4 Pro for $350 plus uh, Horizon, you know, that's a 
that's a good bet for Sony in, in that regard. So um, what do you guys think? Uh, Jordan, you want to give your thoughts? Well, I think that this question has a major dependency, and I think that dependency is really going to depend upon whether or not the Xbox, what the Xbox S's uh, introduction price is going to be. So I, I'm going to say that if, if the if the introductory price is going to be like $399, then I think that we're going to see a situation where the PS4 gets a price drop. I don't know. They'll, they'll, I think they're going to have a bundle regardless um, because they, they tend to, these guys always tend to have some type of bundle during the holiday season in order to try to help, you know, sell you. There might be an old game, you know, or some new game that they're going to, you know, try to use in order to sell the system. Um, but uh, if it, I think it just depends upon whether or not Scorpio is three ninety nine or four ninety nine and higher. If if it's four ninety nine, I don't think we're going to see a price drop. Sony doesn't have to do a single thing with the price. They'll they'll introduce a bundle to add some added value, but I don't think that they're going to drop the price. Yeah, so I'm I'm exactly with you guys almost on every point. I think, uh, but to add to it, I think the PS4 standard is going to get a price reduction no matter what. Um, and I guess that's the slim now. I'm not sure if they're selling the original SKU for the PS4 anymore. Um, I think the PS4 Pro is going to get a price drop to 349, and I think that the bundle is going to be 379 or still 399. So I, I think we're going to see something. But to your points, if and I, I gave my prediction earlier. I think the, the Xbox One Scorpio is going to be three ninety nine, um, sorry, four ninety nine or uh, four fifty. So depending on what those do, um, will kind of change my answer on that one. So I think it is going to come in at four fifty. I think it's going to be really hard to say that a PS4 Pro is worth three ninety nine when you see the hardware of the Scorpio. So they're going to have to do something to combat that in some form. Yep. Yep. All right, so Red Dead Redemption Two, one of uh, one of if not the most anticipated title for many people, like myself. Um, we know it's delayed to 2018 already, but uh, we also know that Sony has the marketing deal on it. So Rockstar doesn't do their own E3 conferences. Rockstar always does their own thing entirely. But will we see Red Dead Redemption Two in some form at this E3, whether it's on Sony stage or some type of uh, video, you know, uh, what have you? So. I am going to say no on this one. I think that uh, the world has already gone crazy for the game. They're not going to have any trouble uh, selling it or you know pushing it, um, knowing that they're now taking an extra six to eight months to develop. I think they're just going to go back to development, and we'll see it maybe later this year. You know, maybe PSX or you know a different game show packs or something like that. But uh, no, I don't think we're going to see it at E3. Jordan. I agree, uh, and it's like, and it really goes back to what you were saying earlier. You know, Rockstar kind of does its own things when it comes to, uh, you know, really releasing gameplay footage and information about its games. I actually can't think of any particular time in which Rockstar has actually relegated that to any of uh, the other manufacturers. So for me, I'm going to say that you know everybody already knows that it, it, look, Red Red Dead Redemption Two is going to sell. They don't have to release a single video. You know, and just have to have all you have to do is put a splash screen with the with the name of the game up there, and that game is still going to sell if they, if they released it. Um, but that having been said, I I'm I'm going to agree with you. I don't think we're going to see it on Sony stage. Um, I'm thinking we're going to see a longer trailer to what we saw. I don't think we're going to see any gameplay, um, any official release dates or anything. Um, so exactly what you guys were saying, but I think we'll see a slightly longer trailer, and I'm thinking by like literally 30 seconds longer. We're not going to see anything massive or completely revolutionary that we haven't seen already. Just maybe more um, scenery, more, you know, just a bigger landscape of whatever the world is. And that's about it. Nothing else. Okay. But you do think we'll see it in some form? 
Yeah, I think we're going to see it on the Sony stage, kind of like you were saying, um, due to that. And I think it's going to be a short trailer that they talk about in their upcoming games of 2017 fall and 2018 spring and, and Q1. Okay. All right, here's a, you know, one of the big talked about things across the industry. Will Microsoft announce a new AAA first-party IP? So something internally built by Microsoft Studios or one of their partners for Xbox and presumably, you know, Windows 10 PCs. I'm going to say yes. I think that there's been a lot of discussion around the lack of first-party IPs, um, or I should say first-party IP variety. Whether or not that holds weight, we're not getting into here, but um, there's been a lot of discussion across the industry about it. Phil Spencer has acknowledged it. He's talked at length about it, many, many interviews. I think that this is the E3, given Scorpio coming this year and their focus on rebuilding that uh, public... um, reputation, I think that we will see something that none of us know about today. What do you think, Bert? Uh, yeah, I do think they kind of have to, almost to an extent. They've been getting kind of killed in the press, despite the press being off on a few things, on exclusives and stuff coming directly from Microsoft that's not um, a third party that's exclusive to them. So I think they kind of have to do something. Um, however, I have no idea what it is. Um, we've talked about Perfect Dark maybe being that IP. Um, I think that'd be really cool. Um, but I personally have no idea what it is, but I do believe they have to do something that has been not been announced yet, like a crackdown or Forza, like we kind of expect to see at E3. So that's my answer. Uh, I'm going to say yes as well. Um, I'm also going to say I think it's going to be something that's really kind of tailor-made to show off the power of the Scorpio. Um, you know, because, I mean, typically, like I said, we'll see something from Halo, um, but I don't think they're going to have to play ready for that. It's possible that they're going to maybe have some tech demos for Forza. That's a possibility, but that's really not a new IP uh, that would, you know, create something. So I would like to see them have, you know, something that's new that nobody has ever seen um, to where we don't have something to match our expectations against. uh, And we can look at it and see what the Scorpio can actually do. Very good. So going back to Sony, will Sony revive? Uh, and let me let me preface this statement so or this question. So we know Crash Bandicoot's coming. Activision owns it, but it's coming to PlayStation as what seems to be a timed exclusive uh, in June. Um, we know that um, Microsoft. You know, we've talked about this before, right? Platformers are kind of coming back. Mascots are kind of coming back. So will Sony revive one of their classic? mascots uh, for a new platforming game. So they have Spyro, they have Jack and Daxter, they have Sly Cooper, which Bert mentioned earlier. Um, do we think we'll see one of those core mascot games coming back uh, at the Sony press conference? I'm going to say yes, I do. I think that uh, out of those, I, I just have this gut feeling that we're going to see something out of Spyro. It sounds kind of weird. I know we had Spyro in um, uh, one of those... Um, uh, what's the what's the game with the little figures? Skylanders, I believe. Uh, oh, yeah. Spyro was included, you know, in some other kind of uh, third-party stuff. But I, I just I do think we'll see something. Spyro is my gut, but I, I do think in one form or another we'll see uh, one of these mascots come back for Sony. Jordan, any thoughts on that one? I think that's a possibility. Like I said, with Sony, you know, anything is on the table with with them um, because you know they're going to be trying to do everything in their power to. Um, show that they still got what it takes in order to go up against Scorpio, um, mostly with software. Um, and it would make sense. Uh, I would actually like to see them uh, bring back Jack and Daxter. Yeah. yeah I was, uh, I, oh, sorry, Bert. I was going to say I was a massive Jack and Daxter fan as well. I love those original two games. Um, so that would that would certainly make me happy. What do you think, Bert? 
Yeah, I was I was just looking back on my collection. I have every single Jack and Daxter, so um, I I love that series of games. However, I, I actually think it's going to be a new Ratchet and Clank. Um, it's kind of funny how many IP Sony has in that um, type of genre. Um, and the only reason I think Ratchet and Clank is because they've been kind of pushing that game a lot on sales. Uh, they did the remaster of the first one. Even on the Vita, it's getting a lot of uh, sales all over the place, and people are trying to um, get it at a discount rate from Sony. So I think it'll be that. However, I would love to see a Jack and Daxter um, just because I love that series, and the characters are just too great to kind of pass up on. Very good. All right, so we're really at the tail end. And uh, final question here, and I added this one as uh, <laughs> going back to Jordan's point about us all having the same score. I figured this this one wasn't a simple yes/no, um, so we could all kind of take a stab at what we think here. But we know Crackdown Three is going to be at E3. Uh, developer actually reiterated on Twitter just on it was either yesterday or the day before that the game is coming in 2017. It is expected to be a highlight, or you know, for Scorpio, really push the platform, the whole cloud computing thing we've heard about a million times. But we know it has large-scale multiplayer with destruction. How many players do we think is Crackdown 3 going to support in a lobby? So, if you know, if you think, is it 4 on 4, 8 on 8, something like Battlefield, that's 32 on 32. What do we think Crackdown 3 is going to offer? So, personally, I think they are going to go 12 on 12. So, I'm going to say 24-player multiplayer for Crackdown. And my reasoning really is around the, um, the processing that has to take place around the destruction uh, which is supposed to be much, much larger scale than even we see out of Battlefield or Battlefield 1 or 4. So I just think, uh, you know, knowing that the game has to run on Xbox One as well, not just Scorpio, I, I think we'll see uh, 12 on 12 being the max there. Bert, we want to take a swing? Yeah, this is a big swing out in the middle of nowhere, but I think it's only going to be six on six. Um, I don't think it's going to be a massive number um, just because of the destruction engine and how big it has to be. But at the same time, that kind of makes me second guess six on six because how big of a level that you would have to have if you're having six on six on such a massive level, that might be kind of lame when you just barely find people every once in a while. But with some of the recent games that have been coming out, like your Gears and um, even something as, as big as Overwatch, I think um, massive uh, number of players may not suit the game very well. But I don't know. We have yet to see like true gameplay of Crackdown, so it's, we're taking complete you know swings in the middle of nowhere. I'm sticking to six to six. Jordan, I'm gonna I'm gonna slot right in between both of you, and I'm gonna say eight on eight. <laughs> <laughs> for no particular there you go. reason. See, that was the point of the question, right? <laughs> Hopefully, divide us up a little bit. For, for no particular reason, it just slots right nicely in between six and twelve. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's which, by the way, I'm excited about Crackdown Three. Um, I did not play two. I played the demo of it. And I, I, mean, I thought it was ass. Um, but the first one was great. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I remember seeing the tech demo of what they were able to do with Crackdown 3. What, God, it had to have been like three, four years ago that I last saw that that tech demo. Um, and I haven't really heard anything since from it. So I'm, I'm really excited for that to come out. I hope they are able to catch the magic, uh, capture, recapture the magic of the first one. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, the first one is commonly spoke around, uh, about, excuse me, uh, very well right people love crackdown one crackdown two people still liked but it, it didn't it doesn't have that same kind of love yeah. um that the first one has so I, I think they're aware of that um i guess we'll see right it's only uh we got one day to go tomorrow we'll know absolutely 
All right, guys. Well, uh, that's what we had for you today. Like I said, that was our RE3 kind of rundown. We'll see. Uh, I hope everyone really enjoys the next few days. I know for myself and, and gamers alike, this is like our Christmas. I've been looking forward to it for, for months and months and uh, really, really excited. So just a few kind of things to, to touch on really quick before we go. Um, we are going to be covering E3 on the site. So at SeasonGaming.com, you'll, you'll find uh, rundowns of each of the major conferences, our thoughts, feedback, you know, just general things to do with every conference, some of the major titles, et cetera. So if you'd like E3 coverage and want to read some unique opinions on it, uh, definitely stop by. As always, you can find our other big casts and podcasts on the site, on YouTube, on SoundCloud, iTunes, et cetera. Um, we do have a Facebook group out there for Season Gaming. It's a uh, just a discussion group. If you like chatting with other fellow-minded gamers uh, in a mature manner, you know, um, and it's it's heavily moderated, you won't find any of the uh, some of the things you find on some of the the forums on the internet. It's a much better discussion than that. So please uh, please look for us. Otherwise, uh, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm Ainsley Bowden. Thanks again to Bert Signs and uh, special thank you to to Jordan for joining us today uh, for the first time. Guys, anything you want to add before we go? Yeah, uh, this is Bert. I just wanted to mention to everybody, you know, try to catch as much as you can. It's as we said, this is our Christmas, uh, the time of the year. You can probably find it on streaming sites as well if you want to watch it live. A lot of uh, press has been made about it have been on Mixer uh, if you're on Xbox One, um, and you can kind of enjoy it from there. So a lot of fun stuff coming from E3. Have a good time with it. And uh, thanks for the invite, guys. Uh, it was a very enjoyable time. Uh, I'm going to agree with you guys. You know, th this is... Well, it's sort of like Christmas. Christmas for me, Christmas is Christmas. That's when I actually get to open up all the games and the gifts <laughs> that I get. Uh, but I always view E3 as like the day uh, I'm going to be dating myself here. But E3 is like the day that I got the Sears and Roebuck Christmas catalog. Where I got to, <laughs> I, I, know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> where I got to go through and look at all the toys that I put circles around and, 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 and check marks on the stuff that I want. And man, by the time you know, Christmas rolled around. That Sears and Roebuck catalog looked like I had been drugged behind a car because I've been opening it up so much. But, you know, so that's what I really like. You know, it, it's, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to get my catalog of, of uh, and, and start really getting that excitement of what I've uh, got to look forward to uh, during the holiday season when I can just sit at home for two and a half weeks or so and just play games. So, um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to this week. Thanks very much for the invite, guys. It was a great time. Great. One one last thing. I'm sorry. Um, I just thought of is that SoundCloud, uh, where we publish our our bitcast, is actually on Xbox One now as an app, and it uh, works in the background. So you can turn on SoundCloud, turn on your favorite artist, music, etc., or the SG bitcast in the background while you're playing other games or, or doing other things around the house. So if you want to uh, kind of listen to us chatter in that way, that's another option for you. So thanks again, everyone. Really appreciate you tuning in. And we'll uh, we'll see you next week after E3. We're going to do another uh, post-E3 vidcast next Saturday. Should be up by next Sunday. We'll see you then.